0: all right let's go let's go all right three two one what's going on everyone welcome back to the Pinelli podcast episode five we are live on tiktok we got a whopping four viewers shout out to the four um today i wanted to do a solo podcast and just kind of talk about you know what i've been up to lately um and i want to talk about the wolves wild a little bit of nfl only have about 30 minutes to do this i got a night class tonight um but I just got done recording 10 minutes of a whole podcast. Well, not the whole thing, but just 10 minutes. And unfortunately, it something happened. My iPhone like connected to my laptop, and then it messed up the mic. So we're back. Um, cue the theme song. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Pinelli Podcast, Episode 5. Um, so I wanted to start off just kind of giving you guys an update on what's going on. Um, the last episode... You know everything kind of kind of got messed up with the audio i don't know why it's still running through that trial and error guys i told you i struggle with i really struggle with technology sometimes i'm good with the phone when it comes to laptop and you got to do files mp4s mp3s connections this that i swear it's something messes it up on purpose for me i swear it's the man those of you who really know me we gotta blame the man but um we're actually live on tiktok like i said. I want to do this more often. I just not sure how it all, you know, how this all works, how it all looks. For some reason, TikTok has this like filter on me. I don't know how to turn it off. I wish I knew how to. I don't like the way it makes me look. It's like too like enhanced. I don't know, I don't really care about filters, um, but it's on for some reason. So, but like I said, I've been busy. A lot of you guys know I'm a senior in high or senior high school, senior in college. So with that comes a lot of great responsibility of applying for jobs, job interviews, um, classes of all sorts um, you know so I last week I had a night class I have a night class every Wednesday it's an entrepreneur class pretty decent class but it was had to miss the Celtics game for it which was tough because you know it's the Celtics you want to you don't want to miss out on the Celtics game but um, luckily my boy Colin was there sending me some videos I was able to put up some content so shout out to Colin for sending me those Colin in the booth for those of you guys who are interested in Um, but yeah, like I said, I've been trying to get some guests on. I've had some on here and there. Um I need to get the podcast gear before I can have someone else um on with me just because I've like I said, I don't wanna have the whole uh phone thing. It's it works well, the audio works well for the most part until I have to line it up in Audacity and it starts to not work and I just I need to have something. I found something on Amazon, I'm just kinda waiting, I'm doing more research before I actually pull the trigger. Because as a broke college student, you want to get something and then have to return it and all that good stuff. But nevertheless, I want to get into a little bit of a Wolves talk. Um, today is Tuesday, the 21st. Uh, the Wolves play the Atlanta Hawks tomorrow. Every game from here on out is do or die. We need to win. We need to win out. We want a playoff spot. We don't want to plan. We, we'll take it if we have to. But well, we want a playoff spot, you know. Um, but the Wolves face uh, the Hawks tomorrow. It's a game they should win. And on some interesting news... Cat and Ant are both listed as questionable. And rumor around Wolves Twitter, shout out to Wolves Twitter, um, is that the Wolves took the tarps off the seats, which is annoying. Or not? It's annoying that they have those tarps on, but according to Wolves Twitter, they got the tarps off the seat for Cat and Ant's um, return, which is pretty huge because that means to be a sold-out crowd tomorrow, which would be amazing. And I don't know if I'm going to make it. I'm trying to make it, but... Um, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. Um, but if they play tomorrow, that would be huge. I really hope Cat plays tomorrow more than Ant. You know, I don't know. Only Ant knows how good his ankle is feeling. But Ant's also got that dog mentality that he will be, he could break his leg and he'd still want to be out there. So I feel like we should wait a little bit on Ant. That's just my personal opinion. I saw the video and it just looked... it. I don't know if he was in pain. It was weird. It was sad to see him in the the pain he was in because the way I look at Ant, you know, he's one of those players that is always playing and I'm not, you know, like I just can't picture him ever getting injured. He's one of those players that you just can never picture actually getting injured like that. And to see him on the ground holding his ankle, I was, man, it was, it was a tough scene for me to watch. I was bummed out. You know, I'm same age as him too. So, you know, I'm just like, damn, but luckily he was doing a little bit better. Um, or supposedly is doing a little bit better. I just hope we don't rush it, you know, because we need we need him for you know the potential postseason run that you know we all hope that we're gonna make and uh, have happen. Um, but with that being said, Cat, you know, he's publicly come out and said, "Listen, I'm ready to play," you know. And there's been some weird confusion with the Wolves talking about you're not really kind of keeping the media in the dark. And as you guys know, I'm a part of the media technically um and you know we haven't really no one really knows what's going on you know we we're hearing things every single day it's different but this has been the most biggest groundbreaking news about uh cat's return and i guess ants return if you want to call it as well and we could use it because with cat being out so long we need he needs to get back in there he needs you know get that chemistry back you know feel that you know the 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 actual game flow because once it's playoffs it's a totally different style of play, and Austin Rivers had talked about that on his podcast a couple days ago. Than they had brought up Jaw, how Jaw's missed, I don't know, I probably I'm asked, I'm gonna say like ten games, and Jaw was like or or sorry, Rivers was like I'm worried about you know if, like one of the things is the chemistry, you know, with Jaw being out so long, is that gonna mess something up? Is that gonna mess up chemistry for when you jump into playoff basketball? And then that got me thinking, well, what about? cat you know he can't just jump in at at the playoff time it's it's a totally different animal and so i'm really hoping i'm really lobbying for him to get out there and you know to do his thing get the rust off because you know he's probably been practicing you know i'm not able to go to the practices um but he's you know he's been practicing he's been shooting around i've seen videos but you know let's get him on the court you know we need it us wolves fans i'm a wolves fan first media person second you know I we we want to we want to see we want another playoff or like push you know I mean last year was amazing obviously from a content standpoint but just being in the building and seeing these fans you know get into it because it was the first time they've been in the playoffs since I think like 2018 I believe and then before that it was like a long I want to say it was almost like 2004 could be um but we want that to happen we want the playoffs we want Cat to come back like I said I want Ant to come back tomorrow too that'd be huge or today depending on when I get to upload this. But it's like I said, I just hope we're not rushing anything, Um, but I'm hoping to maybe go to the game. We'll see what I can make happen if my night class get done early and I can make it down. That'd be great. I know Colin said he might try to make it there too as well. So regardless, I'm trying to get you guys some content. Um, But I actually attended the Wild though this past weekend. I got to see the GOAT, Alexander Ovechkin play against the Wild, and it was a phenomenal game. Man, it was, it was amazing. It was a playoff at, playoff-like atmosphere at XL Energy Center. I've been to a couple of those playoff series before, and they are fun. And I'm looking forward to it because as of now, the Wild do have a spot in the playoffs. It looks like, not for surely locked, but it looks like here within the next couple weeks, they, if they keep playing the way they're playing, it's going to be a lock. And that's exciting. Um, it was sold-out crowd. I believe it was like 19,200 people in there um, in the old XL Energy Center. Phenomenal stadium. Um, we got there. You know we ate i was there with my partner nick it was his birthday shout out to nick um but we got there uh it was a great time we ate like i said we ate a good meal i'm gonna have that up on my TikTok. i'm gonna start start rating some of these media meals because you know what i feel like they deserve some recognition because some places you know vegas golden knights minnesota vikings when they used to give me passes amazing 10 out of 10 but in some other places I'm not going to name names, but, eh, you know, it could, could be doing better. could be doing better on the prices and the food. But, you know, um, we ate, you know, I wasn't, we got the traffic going into X Energy Center was insane. I don't know. I guess, you know, I guess I sold out. So, I mean, you know, maybe we just didn't get there earlier, but we tried to pull into that River Center ramp and it was just packed. The line was insane. We had to, went the wrong way a little bit. And so we got in there in time to eat, but we didn't have time to go down. I wanted to go up close to the boards and get some warm up footage of Ovi. But with hockey, it's a little different, Um, and so we didn't have time. But I did get to put up on YouTube the wild light, like, laser show and player introduction that they do. I think it's the best in the NHL. I know Vegas does a good job, but for when I went and covered the Vegas versus Dallas Stars back in, I believe, uh, I think January, it was good. They did a good job, but I think the Wilds is more aesthetically pleasing. Now, when it comes playoff time, I think everyone does a – like a different, like different sort of show before or than they do in the regular season. And I've seen clips of the Las Vegas Golden Knights playoff, like, um, show, and it's pretty insane. Now, both of those are up on my YouTube channel. Um, Peyton Nelson or Pinelli Media, I don't know which one it comes out on there, but um, they're up on my YouTube channel. But I think the Wild have the best one in the NHL. I haven't been to every single one, I haven't seen every single one, but the Wild do a dang good job on doing it. But so I got that, I got that footage, and then we just started watching the game. And the Wild scored two goals early. Um, uh, not Matt Dumba, Matt Boldy got a hat trick, so he scored the two goals. And then um, I got the Nick has it on. Nick got it on video. It's on my TikTok. Luckily he was recording. But um, Ovechkin lined one up right in front of us. Of course I was trying to do some editing or something on my laptop. Boom! Just smacked it, slap shot, top shelf, scored another one too. But that one was a little further from us. That was super cool to see. I, you know, I, I guess I technically i witness witnessed history because when he passes if he passes which I'm pretty sure he's going to Passes Gretzky for all-time scoring. Um, I got to see the the process leading up to it um, Two of them actually so it was a very action-packed game lots of fighting. I know that there was a big hit um, You know uh, towards the end Matt Dumba hit one of the I believe the defensemen for uh, the Capitals it was a clean hit, shoulder to shoulder. They reviewed it. It's up on my TikTok. I know a lot of people are kind of talking about it in the comments, whether it was clean. Some even wild fans have stated they don't think it was clean. You know, it was definitely a big hit. I, you know, but it is hockey, and I it was clean. You know, the ref the refs look, took time to look at it. If it was, you know, so. Um, but that you know sparks some fights before that there were a couple fights But all in all it was one of the best hockey games I've been to that's what I said about the Dallas Stars and Calgary Flames one I went to a couple weeks ago, but this one had everything It had a hat trick and Ovechkin scoring two goals And it had some fights multiple fights, which I mean as a hockey fan I love to see I know some people I want to know. What do you guys think about the fights? What do you guys think about the hockey fights? I like them. I think, you know, with the amount of times these players butt heads every single time the goalie covers up a puck, it's like, you may as well let it happen once a game, as long as the refs do a good job with, you know, as soon as the players go down, the players and the refs both do a good job of just getting them broken up. Because as soon as you get on the ground, it's not the problem of people fighting on the ground. It's the, it's the blades of the skates. You don't want to get a cut on the wrist, cut on the throat, you know, whatever. I was in my sports medicine class a couple weeks ago. We were talking about incisions, and she showed the the goalie from the um, Buffalo Sabers from like way like I'd say like I think it was like eight eight ten years ago, who got a cut on his throat, and it was not a good time, not a good thing to watch, and yeah, probably not a good time for the goalie either. So, but I think the fighting's okay to do because it nothing makes me more mad in the leagues, you know, with the NBA and the NFL, and these guys are they're beefing, you know, like let's just say Dylan Brooks and Draymond, you know, they're beefing, they're beefing on and off the court. And it's like, you know what, we would like to see them, you know, go at it a little bit. You know, as long as it's just one-on-one. I mean, I'm sure there's good reasons why they don't have it in other sports. But I've always wondered, why can you fight in the NHL, but you can't in the NBA, NFL, MLB? They do let it happen sometimes. But what's different is that they will give you game suspensions rather than just, a you know, a penalty two minutes or ten minutes in the penalty box. Now, I mean, I'm sure there's some there's been some cases where players have gotten suspended games for fighting Um, You know, maybe it's a certain style they did or something they did before to lead up to that fight But I personally like I like the aspect. I think it fires up the crowd It fires up the team as long as it's not every single, you know Like every other play and stuff like that. It's not too like people are getting too injured You know, you don't want that but I think it's a good thing It's good marketing because I mean who doesn't like a good NHL fight? I know, you know, I guess as long as everyone's Staying safe, the blades stay away from, you know, all the players. Why not let the boys go? You know, they these teams see each other like three, four times a year. You're gonna create those sort of rivalries with certain players. Especially if you, you know, you have an enforcer. I know Ryan Reeves, he's kinda him and Dumba are kind of the enforcers on the wild. And you know, I went down to the locker room after the game and Dumba, you know, I was I'm six foot. I don't know how tall he is. I think he's about like maybe five nine, five ten. But man, he's a demon on them skates, man. I was, I stand next to him and Ryan Reeves. He's tall. He's taller than me. He's got to be like 6'3". three. I'd look it up. I don't really want to mess around with my laptop. We got the audacity going, so I don't want to have, have something get unplugged or stop recording. But man, he he's one of the other wild enforcers. And man, I wouldn't want to mess with them. You know, and it's he. They both. You know, they both look like they can pack a punch when it comes to checking and. You know, obviously fighting, and I think that people like that. It gives the defenseman and maybe not the goal scorers scores another role on the team, and I think it's much needed. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about this because they talked about it in the most recent uh, podcast, Austin Rivers podcast. I think it's behind Beyond the Ringer or behind the Ringer something like that. Um, they talked about NBA enforcers and how important it is to have someone to back up those all stars because you know you can't have these all stars who are you know the main point scorers getting these technical fouls getting in these fights you know whatever so you need to have these you know enforcers like people like Draymond Green and Dylan Brooks and I don't really know who the enforcer is really for the Wolves to, to kind of help out Anthony Edwards and Kat you know it was Pat Bev but Um, You know everyone can hold their own in the leagues, but you know You don't want your main person always getting in the fights like you very like there's very little times you see especially in the NHL people like Kirill Kaprizov or McDavid or Ovechkin actually getting in fights because they always have their Enforcers coming back them up and I think that's a cool position That's very underrated and deserves more attention because they're helping protect whether or not the star player wants to fight or not They're helping protect them because you know all it takes is one, you know punch hitting someone's advisor or something broken finger you know you don't want any of that but continuing on with the wild game sorry i'm getting a little sidetracked but the wild game like i said it was amazing um had a lot of fun um the wild won and like i said after the game went down to the locker room um you know got some got some good sound i didn't really ask any questions because you know when i go to those wild games it's tough because i'm not used to it yet i don't like when i go to the timberwolves games i kind of know like who's going to be where what's going to happen I don't have locker room access to the Timberwolves I never I didn't know how to do it for one for two at the beginning of the year I didn't think like it'd be necessary like I wasn't lobbying for it I was just happy to get a season pass but now like that I'm a little bit more far along with the Pinelli media and all that good stuff I kind of wish I did because that would be huge especially because I'd be a lot more comfortable going and asking you know, the Timberwolves players' questions than the Wild players questions just because I keep up with the Wild a little bit, but not as much as the Timberwolves. I don't make it down to the wild games as much as I'd like. But what you I hope you guys know when the playoffs start though, I will be at every single one that I can humanly possibly make because it's the playoff atmosphere. I love it. Um, but I went down in the locker room and I just, you know, stuck my phone out, got some sound. I put it on my Facebook in the Minnesota Wild Group chat. But um, I didn't really publicly post it just because it was nothing crazy. Um, I didn't ask any questions. Like I said, those reporters down there, they were kind of asking their questions and they're pretty good at what they do. And they're a lot better questions than I would ask because I'll be honest, I don't really write any up during the game. I really the main questions I like to ask are like, you know, what's the, what was the message in the locker room at halftime, you know, and just sort of stuff like that, basic general things, kind of replicating the content that I have. Cause I don't know these players, the stats and what they did previous games and what their plans are in the future. And I'm willing to learn how to do that. And like, you know, figure that whole thing out, but it's just, it's not so much my style. I like to, you know, the organic, just kind of whatever comes to me is what I'm going to ask or what I'm going to post. You know, I'm, you know working on continuing to post more um you know as i said school and everything has been taking up a lot of my time and the podcast i've been wanting to get guests on um you know more and more but it's it might have to be a solo show for a little bit you know i've been able to get shout out to the guests like mark holian ben gilberts i've been able to get them on calling um but we're getting the we're, we're trying to get the gear And I want to get interviews at the game, but it's a little tough in that moment because like I said, you're down there and there's all these reporters and everything like that. And it's it's a little it's I don't want to say intimidating, but it's like these people who are there, you know, the other reporters like that is like their main job and they do it so much. And like they kind of have those connections with the players. Now with me not being able to go to every game, I don't have that connections with the player or those connections with the players working on it, you know, not that they wouldn't talk to me. It's just more I you know, the, it's just a lot harder, especially, you know, like I said, when you're in the moment, you want to go up there, whatever. But I want to make sure I, I don't, like, cross any boundaries or whatever. Like, I was in the Wild locker room uh, about two months ago, and I didn't know. Because in uh, previous locker rooms, I've been in, like, the Vikings, and, um, and I know the Timberwolves, you can. I haven't been in the Timberwolves locker room, but you could record. Like on your phone, like a actual video record, and I didn't know in the wild that I couldn't. I had no clue because it's different everywhere, and you know I was recording the um uh, the post game, you know whatever the players talking, and you know the guy tapped. There's some dude that tapped me on the back and respectfully said, "Hey, you know you can't be recording," which I didn't know. You know I deleted the video. It was nothing insane, and I just now I know I can only you know use memos, which is fine, but um you know there's just little things like that. Uh, like being a part of the media you kind of have to keep in mind and pick up on i'm just i'm always a very cautious person and you know my forte is filming the highlights and you know the little things like the stuff that's on the scoreboard sometimes or fans you know it's not so much the one-on-one interview with the player but i know that it'd be great content that's something i need to learn and want to learn and i want to include inside this but I am working on it you know like i said bear with me I'm gonna keep continuing the you know, post these weekly because it's important. It's good practice, um, that I need, you know, the amount of times I say, um, you know, I might have to do a challenge where like I go listen back to a podcast and every time there's an unnecessary, um, or, and I might have to do like push-ups for that. I don't know. Something to tell myself, stop doing that. But, um, yeah, so that was kind of the wild game. It was, like I said, great time. Um, it's going to be phenomenal, uh, to do that during the playoffs and it's gonna be it's gonna be electric and I'm hoping like I said if I can get wild and wolves in the playoffs from a fan standpoint that'd be amazing but also from a content standpoint I can give you guys more of a behind the scenes about what it's like being media which I wanted to talk about I was in the middle of talking about this before everything got all messed up Uh, I'm running out I'm running low on time a little bit but I want to talk about kind of my day in the life of what it's like you know what I do before. Let's just say a Timberwolves game. A big Timberwolves game um, is coming up, so I want to kind of walk you guys through what I do, so you have a better understanding of what it's like being in the media, but also what you know Pinelli does on game days. Uh, I'm gonna. I plan on actually doing a vlog like this. I would like to tomorrow, but like I said, I don't know if I'm heading to that game tomorrow. So next game I go to, I will do a full day in the life vlog of a game day experience. But basically, what I like to do is I like to wake up. You know, obviously, you got to get a little bit of breakfast in. you. And then I usually have like a class or two. So I'll go to my two classes. And the biggest essential, I think, before going to these games, other than, you know, what you decide to wear, is getting a good lift in. That's my favorite part. I like to make sure I get a good lift in, you know, get kind of some of those. If I, you know, I'm anxious to go, anxious about the game and what content I'm going to record and everything like that. I like to just make sure, get a lift in, kind of just like, You know it helps ground me a little so get a good lift in after that you got to eat a great meal after that And then I go rent equipment. So whether that be I used to bring a camera every time now I don't because I don't really Vlog as much at these games, which I wish I did But even if I do it's easier to do it on the phone because the more stuff you have It's just the harder to keep track of especially at the wolves They're nice enough to let us sit like down by the court But it's hard because those seats are so tight and I got my big jacket, you know, I got all this other stuff so I usually go rent equipment. I try not to, you know, do the camera that much unless it's a really big game. Um, but I go rent my equipment, and this at this time I'm still at school. And then, you know, I gather everything up. I, f- you know, decide what I want to wear. I might go to Men's Warehouse and stop at the clearance section and grab some Men's Warehouse clearance stuff. You know, um, that's where I get all my stuff. So I like to make sure I dress up just because you know it's nice. It always feels good to dress up. So make sure I dress up there. And then um, I put all my stuff in my bag and then I just go straight straight shot down to Minneapolis It's about an hour and a half drive usually on the way there I listen to music or I like to listen to a podcast probably listen to Austin Rivers podcast you know if I hadn't listened to it prior to that just to kind of brush up my MBA knowledge because as you guys know I could use it um, but um, and then I pull in to the ramp and then after that you know we're there about two and a half hours early because there's always content to be made and I like to eat before the games too. That's one of the bi- one of the biggest essentials You got to eat before these games because you get hungry and you're there from like I said I get there two and a half hours early They're the actual news reporters who are writing for like the Star Tribune and like the local Minnesota stations and like the other local like uh, What do you call it news reporters? They're, they're already there. So keep in mind I'm only there two and a half hours early and this is like my own little thing I don't really need to get there until game time, but I choose to get there early because I want to get the good content. I want to get the unique stuff, and these people are already there, which is insane, which is awesome. That's dedication. I like to see that. Um, you know, I don't necessarily need to get there any earlier than two and a half hours, unless I'm going to do a podcast before, which I have not done yet. But I get there. Um, they check our bags. You know, whatever. We go in. And we go right to the buffet. You know, it costs twenty dollars, which kind of sucks, but you know, I'm I'm hungry. Or maybe I'll stop at Chipotle, grab something. But Usually I don't have time. I'm just kind of I want to get to the game I don't know if they make any stops because I'm going down pretty much almost at the height of rush hour So that's always fun Um, But I get to the game We eat I like to go find my seat set everything up put my laptop on the charger I have my phone charging on my portable charger before you know Those are the little essentials that I need to make sure that I can make it through the whole game Um, And then I just kind of wait so if it's a big team Like the let's just say the Lakers. I always make sure I get there very early because the players will have their shoot around Um, Some players won't just because it depends on if they're coming off of a back-to-back But I like to go and if it's you know, I like to go film the shoot around So I like you know, even the wolf shoot arounds. I like just getting their stars and you know Cat go bear whatever I like to just go up You can get nice and close and get some good shots of just like, you know, you don't have any fans saying anything There's no music playing sometimes there is But it's nice because if there is a star like Jason Tatum or um, LeBron James, something like that, when they're there, you can get that just no distractions up close content other than maybe some of the player photographers, you know. But you have the space you need. You know, you don't feel like, you know, pressured or nothing like that. And that's that's one of the best things I I like, you know, about getting to the game super early. So then after that, I like to go back, kind of go through what I got, Um, I need to get better at looking through or like deleting videos because I tend to just kind of not and I'm running out of storage on my phone so we need to get back on track with that but I like to go through with what I got maybe upload a couple things and then by that time it's getting close to actual warm-ups which is my favorite part of the you know probably night itself because it's very electric Um, you know the players I'll, I'll basically get my spot and the players will come out and you know, depending on who's here, I either if it's like a team kind of like, let's just say Atlanta, you know, I'll maybe go get a couple shots of Trey Young, but I'm going to probably, it's more Timberwolves focused for me, you know, getting Anthony Edwards, getting Jaden McDaniels, you know, those stars to, you know, put them in. I like to put those videos sometimes in the Timberwolves group chat or, you know, just upload them or I use them for later, um, you know, to talk about you know i've used a couple b-roll footages of ant you know not making the all-star team at first you know i people know how i felt about that i was not happy but i like to get a lot of that stuff now if it's a a team that i don't see a lot or if it has a star like lebron james i'm there you know phone's out On lebron the whole time you know just because i did it the first the first time when he, i went to see him and it paid off he did this crazy dunk and that's still my most viewed video on my tiktok so it pays off to have that going on. And then after that, I sit down and I get to my spot. I like sitting in the media suite more than sitting on the side sitting down below on the court. It is nice to sit like almost we're in this corner, so we're not court side, but we're pretty darn close. I like it, but the light does hurt my eyes a little bit. That's why I wear those blue light glasses sometimes. And from a workspace standpoint, you know, I'm editing most of the game. Like there's very little times I'll actually watch the game and like really pay attention. I'll peek at it here and there. But I like going in the suite because I can sit there I can have my laptop You know everything kind of spread out and you know, it's a lot darker up there. Just more of a calm feeling I do like the electricity of the stadiums obviously or the or the arenas But it's more of a calm feeling in there. So I go up there. I kind of do my thing I edit and then boom halftime comes, you know what it is We always got the halftime cake for the most part. It's either cake cookies whatever, but I like the chocolate cake So it's always nice. I go down there talk with my dad you know all the other media people we talk nice little break from the actual game refuel a little bit um, and then boom back up for the second half you're recording you're recording and let's or not recording you're editing and recording videos and stuff and let's just say the wolves are winning and they're going to win then I book it down to the tunnel and I try to get right in position to get a video of the players coming off dapping each other up you know all that good stuff because I like it you know it's always a good Good something like it's it's good to put with that tweet where where I say the wolves win or on TikTok where I say wolves win you know it's always good to just kind of have something to show and you know sometimes there's some like fun handshakes that you can get on video or there's certain things like that and it's just a cool unique perspective that not a lot of people get to see that I want to bring to people Um, but that is and then after that is usually post game or well there's the post game interviews so that um, you know you go back there you. You go and so I can't go in the locker room, but everyone else is. So I go get my spot to listen to the post game press conference. Um, normally, I go to the Wolves now. If it's an away team that people I want to listen to, like you know, I went to the Dallas Mavericks, that's when I got the video of Lucas feet <laughs> that uh, kind of gained some traction. But I sometimes I'll go to those, but I like to go to the Wolves, ask a lot of questions. Um, you know, and I actually, I don't ask too many questions. It is a little nerve wracking. At first, I wish I had sc- screen recordings of when I first started asking questions. Even now I still get a little nervous. But first I was like, it was insane how like different my voice was and just my tone of voice. I was not confident at all. I was super nervous because, you know, at the end of the day, these are, you know, they're just you know, they're human beings at the end of the day. And at that time, I just wasn't used to it. I wasn't used to sitting down there asking The questions and like I said I'm not a question asker I don't know if it was in this little recording or the last recording that failed I was talking about it but I don't like asking a lot of questions it's I don't know the stats and you know everything like that like I I'm not paying attention that during the game so it's hard for me to want to sit there and ask a ton of questions but I will there are some that I actually do ask you know I remember when Ant wore his robe uh, last year to like um, the game, I remember asking him if he was gonna do that again, and he seemed to enjoy that. Other media members seemed to enjoy that. You know, I like asking the unique stuff, but there's very like few times where I actually come up with something that's unique. Um, I remember I asked Carl Anthony Towns about sports cards, which was pretty cool. He seemed to like that. Him and I actually talked about cards a little bit um, in the back. You know, I was sitting there, I was standing there with my boy Travis, aka Sneaker Reporter. And Cat uh, came up and like said, "What's up?" Because Travis was waiting for Paul George. Cat was waiting for Paul George to get out of the locker room. So you know, he was standing there with us. And Cat's a super cool guy, down to earth. Will talk to anyone and give time to anyone. And luckily, he gave time to me and Travis and Cat. And I like I said, we were talking about cards. It was super cool. But back to the press conference stuff. I like like I said, it's it's fun to go and get get some recordings and just get that information to be able to put up tweets, you know, whatever. But Asking the questions, unless if it's like a one-on-one setting with not a lot of people around, is not my forte. You know, the more of the Pat McAfee McAfee interview is more of my forte. And uh, what's up, Drew? How's it going? I'm reading off some of the TikTok live chat. Yeah, this is uh, PNLA Podcast Episode 5 that you're watching right now. We're actually almost wrapping up. I had night class in 45 minutes, and I want to get this onto my laptop and all that stuff. But I wanted to wrap up with some NFL talk. Not much. I mean, I've been looking at it, peeping at it here and there. All I know, every single day it seems like Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets, but it's not official yet. I kind of have a hunch, what if he doesn't go? What if he's just pulling everyone's leg? He says he wants to go. He literally said today, my intentions as of last Friday has been to sign with the Jets, but I don't know what's the hiccup there. I'm sure there's something out there explaining it, but why? I don't understand. You know, That seems to be the biggest move that is intriguing everyone. I know the Jets have been making some moves um, I saw that Baker Mayfield went to the Buccaneers, which, hey, that could be potentially potentially could be good. I mean, it seems like it's probably that guy's last chance. Um, you know, I'm I'm not a huge like I'm not a fan. I don't dislike or like Baker Mayfield, but it's always, you know, it'd be cool to see uh, see him do well just because it's another team to watch and another quarterback to watch. You know, so I mean, I guess good for the Buccaneers. Obviously, they're trying to find that Tom Brady, Tom Brady replacement. Um, Vikings have. I don't know I, I haven't really been keeping up but it seems like they've been quiet um sounds like we're gonna keep Kirk they actually no, they haven't been keeping quiet they released Adam Thielen who signed with the Panthers I saw a picture of him in a Panthers jersey It was one of those photoshopped ones but wow that looked weird it looked really weird I don't know how I like that um but uh anything else I'm trying to think what else there is it for free agency I um like I said, it's been, it, feels, it It feels. doesn't feel as crazy as previous years. I saw Jalen Ramsey went to the Dolphins. The Dolphins are going to be scary next year. I wonder if they're trying to... I know I heard the little chatter about Tom Brady going to play for the Dolphins. I don't think it's going to happen. But I wonder if Tua is going to be their guy next year. If they're going to look for someone else or what. That'll be interesting. And a, an interesting situation to keep an eye on. Um, but I guess as the days progress, we'll find out more more about free agency see what kind of plays uh everyone makes i'm going to miss my guy eric kendricks um but he's going to my chargers though so i am happy about that i'm sad he's leaving the vikings but i am a chargers fan chargers fan um you know number two you know number it's my number two team behind the vikings even though the vikings you know and my patience is wearing thin you know we need to make something happen here um within the next couple of years but happy for eric kendricks uh, i'm excited to see you know the opportunity he gets but that's it for really NFL and honestly the Pinelli podcast episode five. I wanted to get something out for you guys. Solo solo episodes are a little hard. Trying to get better, getting better every day. Um, but we're gonna have guests on. Whatever we're gonna have it all. We're gonna run it up. Um, just be patient and. Um, i appreciate you guys tuning in shout out to all the people locally here that support me like all my videos i appreciate it it does not go unnoticed i'm gonna start uploading more on tiktok and youtube again took a couple weeks of like you know just kind of uploading here and there i just don't want to force any content um i don't want to upload bs so but i appreciate you guys tapping in Pinelli podcast episode five horses don't stop they keep going thanks for tuning in